0: Welcome to another week of Fantasy Football. We're going into week six, and it's right before the first real terrible bye weeks. I mean, this is technically the first week of bye weeks, but next week is where the poopy hits the fan. It's when all the big teams go out there and decide not to play next week, but we'll get into that a little bit more next week when the time comes, but little update on my prediction percentages i am 12 for 25 i'm at a 48 of getting these games right uh i know you all could probably do better but i'm looking at the good note here that this winning or prediction percentage is better than my fantasy football winning percentage so i will take credit where credit is due and i'll take my accomplishments whichever way or shape or form they come so let's get started with the keg race update of course you still have me leading it uh cj's still hanging on there with me we're both one and four of course he has a hundred more points scored than i do so cj doesn't have to worry about that department uh but just a little side note eight through six that would be third fourth and fifth yeah, third, fourth, and fifth uh, place for the K-Grace. I threw these guys in there because they're two and three. Didn't put down how many points they have scored or whatever. But you got Peter in third, Timmy in fourth, and Struss, who's been in the playoff picture the past two weeks, is now joining the K-Grace. Welcome, my friend. Welcome. Since we talked about the playoff picture a little bit, let's go into that one. Sadly... Eric is in first place, so he would be going off against Zach, who's staying strong at that third place slot. So those two would be going at it the first week of playoffs. Over there on the other side, we got JT, who's also 4-1, uh, and one, the same as Eric. He's 4-1, and one, but uh, Eric has a lot more points right now. He's just having a great year, which we all hate to see it and hear about it. So JT's at two. He'd be going off against Josh. Josh is three and 2 and so Zach is three and two. I know we talked about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We talked about nine people. Uh, let me throw out uh what's his name? Todd. Let me throw Todd's name out there since I haven't said his name yet. And he would be the last one. So Todd, you get a special little shout out of not being good enough for playoffs, but not being terrible enough for the k race. So I guess congratulations on that part. Alright, let's 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 get started with my favorite matchup of the week. Because I know for certain, so far last year and as much as this year, I have never done this before. The matchup between me and Zach, who I have CDs, nuts, and Zach has... Super Lemario, Zach is projected to win 129.53 to my 113.95. Yahoo projected him to win 62%. Now, I'm not even going to waste your all's time and break down these matchups because even with the numbers and everything, I chose Zach's entire team. I chose Lamar Jackson, Devontae Adams, Robert Woods, Devontae Smith, Austin Eckler, Antonio Gibson, Mark Andrews, Brandon Cooks, over my Kyler Murray, CeeDee Lamb, Cole Beasley, Jacoby Myers, Najee Harris, Josh Jacobs, Zach Ertz, and Damian Williams. I'll break down some of them. Uh, Kyler Murray's going up against the Browns, and Lamar Jackson's going up against the Chargers. I just feel like Lamar and company are hot right now, and Kyler is not as hot as he was at the beginning of the year. And he's going up against the Browns, and the Chargers isn't isn't a defense to reckon with. But I still feel like Lamar's just a little bit more special than Kyler at the moment. Uh, yeah, Devontae over C.D. Robert Woods over Cole Beasley. Now, this one was kind of close. Devontae Smith going up against Tampa Bay and Jacoby Myers going up against Dallas. Uh, Tampa Bay gives up an average of 49.36 fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. Dallas gives up 42.76 fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So those are high numbers. They're kind of the same average and their projections are Devontae Smith is 12 projected and jacoby myers is projected 11.37 so i wanted to really go with uh jacoby myers here just because he is the target guy over there he's going to get targets but it's just a matter of scoring and all that the big plays aren't really jacoby's thing at the moment hopefully that changes uh but that's devontae smith he gets in the end zone a lot more so that's mainly why i went there uh the austin eckler versus Najee harris Austin Eckler is going up against Baltimore. They give up an average of two, 29.24 fantasy points to opposing running backs. And Najee is going up against Seattle. And they give up on average 31.53 points. So I'm, you see, I'm not going to get, I'm not going with these uh, averages that I get all the time. I'm also going about gut feeling just because of what I saw. Jonathan Taylor and other few running backs that played against Baltimore have huge and great fantasy uh, weeks. The only one that didn't really have a good one or put up anything was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And uh, Najee is going to be heavily used, but I don't think he's going to be able to score as much as Eckler would. The yardage might be more and the catches might be more, but... The volume of scoring-wise, I'm going with Eckler. I mean, Josh Jacobs with uh, compared to Antonio Gibson. Zach has Antonio Gibson. Uh, he's going up against Kansas City. They do have a hard time stopping the run. And Josh Jacobs going against Denver. Denver's one of the best running defenses. They give up one of the less amount of points to fantasy opposing running backs, so that didn't help. Uh, Zach... This one is kind of cool. Uh, my Zach Ertz going up against Sachs, uh Mark Andrews. Uh, of course, I picked Mark Andrews. Uh, Mark Andrews went off. He had a heck of a game last week. But uh, the thing that's interesting about this one, uh, the Chargers give up 18.92 on average fantasy points to opposing tight end. But uh, Tampa Bay gives up 17.2 Uh, on average, fantasy points, two tight ends. And Zach Ertz is is without Dallas Goddard this week, so he is the lone tight end over there. So that's kind of interesting, but I still couldn't pick him over Mark Andrews. Uh, Damian Williams, which I have, going against Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is actually still doing pretty well. His matchup looks better. And Damian Williams, I don't know what it looks like from him in a starting running back role. So, yep, I picked Zach. Everybody on his team over mine. I mean, Yahoo even has him at 62%. So, hey, congrats, Zach. You're going to help me with my winning percentage going up. That's the only thing I really care about at the moment, trying to get that over 60% before the season's over. That'd be nice. Uh, I have a better shot of getting 60 65% of my predictions right than me winning three games this whole year. Uh, and I'm already at 1. Next matchup, you got Flint Tropics with just team owner by Eric and Bushlight Matters with just team owner of Josh. Now, this is a pretty close one right here. Eric is projected 123.83 points and Josh is projected 123.49 points. It is a 50-50% split. From Yahoo! So it could go either way. You could call this one the game of the week. Uh, starting off at quarterback, I had uh, Josh has Josh Allen and Eric has Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I went with Josh Allen here just because the numbers are there and Josh Allen is balling. He's having a great year so far. Tennessee gives up a, a good amount of fantasy points to opposing wide receivers than compared to running backs. So I feel like they will abuse that little hole that Tennessee has, and Rodgers is going up against the Bears. Uh, People who've been playing the Bears don't need to pass the ball that much, and the running backs have a good amount of points. And I picked uh, Rodgers to be a sit-em option. Uh, We were were all being a little uh, outrageous on our radio show, picking crazy people to sit this week to have one of them I picked Aaron Rodgers to sit even though no one's going to listen to me it was just all about fun uh, so let's go down to the first wide receiver matchup you have Josh's DeAndre Hopkins going against Eric's DK Metcalf now the thing is DK Metcalf looks to have better numbers and a better possibility to score more points than DeAndre Hopkins by the numbers but I don't know how well Geno Smith is going to do full-time starting. I need to see a little something there before I can give him or Tyler Lockett a win against another wide receiver. Even though Hopkins is having kind of a hit-or-miss year as well, I'm still going Hopkins here, going up against uh, Cleveland. And Seattle's going against uh, Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's not a bad defense over there. Uh, Next wide receiver matchup, you have... Josh's jo- Justin Jefferson going up against Eric's DJ Moore. DJ Moore is going up against Josh Jefferson in real life. So that's kind of interesting right there. I picked DJ Moore. DJ Moore has more of a chance to have a better game than Justin Jefferson. I know Robbie Anderson's over there, but he's not really in the passing game for some reason. He's just not getting open and they're not looking at him. And uh, at the moment, I still don't know if Christian McCaffrey is going to be back. They say, teams say that he is 50-50, and that just doesn't look great. If your cornerstone offensive piece is still 50-50, leave him on the sideline. I don't care if it helps or hurts Todd right now. Uh, Looking out for him personally. If you're still banged up, don't force it right now. So, DJ Moore is going to outscore Justin Jefferson here. Uh, next wide receiver matchup, you have Eric's Mike Evans going up against Josh's A.J. Brown. I'm not pick. I'm not picking A.J. Brown here, even though he is finally healthy coming back. But he's going up against a Buffalo team, and Julio Jones is also back at the moment as well. But if I had to pick any type of Tampa Bay wide receiver to outscore someone else, it is going to be Mike Evans. Mike Evans is the number one option at wide receiver in my opinion for tampa bay they're going up against philly aj is going against buffalo buffalo's not a pushover and philly is philly's all right uh next virus or no wide receivers done first running back matchup you got josh's chris or chase edmonds going up against eric's derrick henry no need to discuss there and waste your all's time it's going to be derrick henry but the next matchup is kind of going to be funny kind of josh kind of switched it around i guess he's been listening to the podcast and wonder to throw a curveball at me. Uh, Dalvin Cook going against Eric's DeAndre Swift. I'm going to go Cook. If Cook is healthy, he's a top three back, top four back, week in, week out. Doesn't matter the matchup. Doesn't matter about the numbers either. Even though DeAndre Swift has better numbers looking forward in this week, I'm still going Cook. Uh, tight end positions kind of fun. Josh has Knox, and Eric has Tunyon. They both are average tight ends. They're all right plays. Uh, I went with Knox just because of how explosive he's been the past few weeks. So he has a leg up there, even though uh, Tennessee gives up 6.6 points on average to opposing tight ends, and the Bears give up an average of 8.16 fantasy points to opposing tight ends. So I went against the numbers, and I went with who's, more hot right now and that is Knox uh going down to the flex position we got Eric's Jamar Chase going up against Josh's Emmanuel Sanders man this is kind of interesting having two pass catchers on the same team for your fantasy team in real life that's pretty wild in my opinion it's bold strategy cotton but let's see how it works I almost did it last year in doing uh trading Eric to get D.K. Metcalf and have D.K. and Tyler Lockett. Some weeks it looked like it would have been amazing and I would have killed everybody. But some weeks one of them had a good game, the other one didn't. And sometimes they both played poopy. But between Jamar Chase and Emmanuel Sanders, uh, the numbers are on Sanders' side, but I'm going Jamar Chase. He is the clear-cut number one. He already established that. T. Higgins is back. He's moving around. Tyler Boyd's still there. Mr. Consistent, if you're in a PPR league. But Jamar Chase is that explosiveness guy and uh, number one connection with Joe Burrow. Even though Emmanuel Sanders is that boom. He's a boomer bust, in my opinion. But he's been booming. Uh, just don't know when that bust is going to come. Uh, when in doubt. That's everybody here. If I had to pick a winner, you know what? I hate to say it. I guess I'm still going to go with Eric. Even though I want him to lose, I want his team to get all COVID or decide to retire halfway through the game at halftime and say, you know what, I'm done. would be nice, but it's not going to happen. Next matchup, we got Struss, pickup man, going against JT, Taylor Maid. Uh JT's projected 122.41 points and Struss is projected 126.82 points. Struss, you're probably mad at me cuz apparently when I pick you and you lose, you blame me, but if that makes you sleep better at night then <sniffs> sure. Uh it's not my problem your team looks good and decides to poop their pants. Man, that's been coming my poop poop your pants. Been my saying the past two episodes but still they did it's not my fault do better coaching uh let's go into the first matchup here with quarterback you got stresses justin herbert going up against jt's patrick mahomes i'm not going against patrick mahomes he's starting to heat back up where he left off last year i think the second and third maybe a little bit of the fourth week Weren't, he wasn't himself. They were just the whole Chiefs, except for Travis Kelsey, was just acting weird. Uh, but the la- last week and going to be this week, it's going to be a different story. Patrick Gums is going against Washington. Justin Herbert's going up against Baltimore. Uh, both teams, in my opinion, give up a good amount of fantasy points to opposing uh, quarterbacks. It doesn't matter who it is. So Carson Wentz probably had a good amount of points. I couldn't tell you how many he had because. No one has him on their fantasy teams. Uh, But I'm going Patrick Mahomes here. Uh, First wide receiver matchup off the board. You got JT's Adam Feeling going against Struss' Cooper Cup. Not going against Cooper Cup. He's probably number one, number two wide receiver in fantasy so far this year. I think who might be at first, it might be Mike Williams. Still not giving uh, CJ Najee Harris for Mike Williams. I think that's crazy. Not going to happen. Uh, even though the numbers are on cup side still Uh, next wide receiver matchup stresses Terry McLaurin going against JT's Amari Cooper I went with stress again stresses wide receiver here and Terry McLaurin going against Kansas City gives up more fantasy points to wide receivers than uh, New England does and if New England plays the same way that they played against Tom Brady on that Thursday night game, it's going to be a fun game to watch and there's not going to be that many points scored. That's just my theory behind it. Uh, the final wide receiver matchup. Struss, you're getting this one too. Why not? Marquise Brown going against the Chargers for Struss. And JT has Cortland Sutton going against the Raiders. Uh, even though their projections are kind of the same in both the Yahoo and with the points given up to opposing wide receivers for both teams they're pretty much the same but Marquise Brown is the number one option unless we see Rashard Bateman come in this week and start doing crazy things as well then Marquise Brown might start to slip away in the next couple weeks if uh, Bateman starts to blow it up like the reason we drafted him to to shake things up there too Uh, but so far you got all The wide receivers. Let's go into the running back matchups. The first one off the board, you got J.T.'s Jonathan Taylor going up against Stress's Nick Chubb. I went Jonathan Taylor here. He's coming off a good game, and his matchup's a little better. He's going up against Houston. Houston gives up 24.34 fantasy points on average to opposing running backs, and Arizona gives up 20.14, which who Nick Chubb is going up against. And the thing is, if If Nick Chubb was there by himself, he would have so much more fantasy points. He might even be better than, this might be blowing some smoke, but he could potentially have better fantasy value than Derrick Henry if Kareem Hunt wasn't there. But we will never know because Kareem Hunt is there unless something happens to him and he's on Eric's team. So you know what? Let's take a couple breather weeks there, cream hunt. Take a couple uh, healthy scratches. Let's test this theory out and make sure uh, you don't help Eric's team out anymore, even though you're on his bench. Crazy. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor takes this one. Next running back matchup, you got JT's uh, Darnell Henderson Jr., Which is going up against the Giants, which is a great matchup, and then you got stresses Joe Mixon going up against Detroit, which is also a good matchup in my eyes. This was kind of hard to try to pick one, so you know what? I went with the numbers here. Uh, Detroit gives up on average twenty nine point nine eight points to opposing running backs, and the Giants give up twenty five point nine four points on average. Even though those those numbers aren't that or are kind of close, and Henderson is. Kind of like a Tyler Boyd, Mr. Reliable. He's going to give you 10-15 points each week. It's crazy how well he's been playing, even though he was supposed to be the number two running back this year. But Joe Mixon, he, I don't think he played last week. I can't really remember. I was at work during all the football, which is poopy. So... Joe Mixon takes this one. Hopefully, he's healthy enough to take that leading role, and hopefully nothing happens to him within the game. Uh, tight end matchups. So you got Struss' Darren Waller, a fantasy footballer, say, goo-goo, ka uh, and Mike Jasicki for JT. Mike Jasicki, yeah, he's not having the year anybody really expected of him, and Darren Waller is probably one of the top three tight ends in fantasy. Right now, so I went Waller. No question about it. Uh, this one was kind of lopsided for the flex position, too. JT has Hardman, Nicole Hardman, going against Leonard Fournette. I picked Leonard Fournette just because the past two weeks, he's he's just been showing that he is the number one running back there, and there's really no competition with him and uh, Ronald Jones. But a uh, Hardman is kind of a interesting play here, even though the numbers would help him out. The numbers told me to choose Hardman here because uh, Washington gives up a total of 50.94 points on average to opposing wide receivers. So that is a lot of fantasy points for a big group, but I feel like majority of those points are going to go to Tyreek Hill. So if I had to pick a winner here, you know what, Struss, live or die by it you're going to win this one I picked Jay, I picked both of you to win last week and you both lost so you know what that kind of hurts me that you both decide to lose but it is what it is maybe oh, I burp. maybe Struss will uh, help me out a little bit and I'll help him out a little bit as well give him a little luck a little bit of magic you can come rub the bald head you know people do that for good luck I don't know why people do that but whatever uh, next matchup here, you got a little slapping kittle, which is team owner Peter, and Vag-tastic Voyage, which is CJ. Clint, if you want to be technical. Uh, CJ is projected to score, 125.38. To Peter's, 117 even. CJ Yahoo has you projected 57% to win this game, man, you're sitting here trying to trade people away to get other running backs or whatever. Why you are looking good this week? Just let it ride. All right, let's start off this matchup. The quarterbacks are kind of eh, but it's whatever. They're not my teams. That's the only thing I can say is good about my team. I got Kyler Murray. So uh, Peter has Kurt Cousins going up against Carolina, and CJ has Joe. Burrow going up against detroit they're both average they're both average uh for opposing teams to give up fantasy co- fantasy points to quarterbacks are not that high they're actually pretty close detroit gives up 17.52 kirk cousins gives up 16.9 or uh, carolina gives up 16.98 uh but when in doubt i chose kirk cousins because i feel like if i had to pick a shootout between these two games i feel like Minnesota and Carolina's game is going to be more of a shootout more of a passing game and Detroit I feel like it's just going to be more of a run game both sides of the ball pretty much uh go down to the wide receivers if I didn't say it I picked Kirk Cousins uh going down to the wide receiver matchup CJ you know what I'm I to let you have a high horse right here CJ did a clean sweep with the wide receiver matchups CJ has Tyreek Hill going up against Washington. Stephon Diggs going up against Tennessee. Mike Williams going up against Baltimore. All right, Tyreek Hill should be, like, top five finishing wide receiver. Mike Williams right now is the number one, number two. And Stephon Diggs hasn't been like himself last year, but the year's not over yet. Uh, Going up against Peters... uh, Tyler Lockett going against Pittsburgh. Like I said, Geno Stone's over there right now. so uh, Geno Stone. No, just Geno. Right now. And then you got T. Higgins, which is coming back from an injury past two weeks. So who knows? And they're going against Detroit. Uh, Geno Smith. That's what I meant to say. And then uh, Chase Claypool, which is going against Seattle. Yeah, Juju's out. That means more targets for someone. I believe it's more going to be for Najee. But hopefully it is for Claypool as well because I just traded for him in my other league and he has to play, have some buy situations. But clean sweep at wide receiver for CJ. Going to the running backs. Peter, I'm going to show you some love. You get the clean sweep at running backs. You have Aaron Jones and Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke's having... I told you, once I trade away a running back, they're just, uh, just going to start blowing up. And, of course, that's what happens. Past two years, I trade away a running back. They just decide, up oh, I'm not on this team anymore. Let me produce for this other guy. Thank you, fantasy gods. Uh, but, CJ, I understand why you're trying to trade. Your running backs are Zach Moss going up against Tennessee and Tony Pollard going up against New England, and of course Zeke is over there, and he's going up against Tony Pollard on your side. It's not not looking good. Uh, we got a plus, CJ. You have Travis Kelsey going up against Peters, Seals, Jones. They're going up against each other, uh, but Kansas City gives up seventeen point nine two average fantasy points allowed to opposing tight ends, and Washington gives up 11.98 on average but you can never go up against travis kelsey i think pretty much every week except for one he wasn't tight end one maybe two but if i had to pick how many weeks travis kelsey is going to finish top one just number one tight end it's probably going to be so there's 17 games i give it at least 14 15 the low ball at 13 he's going to be the number one scoring tight end, unless someone decides to blow up. Uh, Let's go down to the flex real quick. You got CJ's Tyler Boyd, Mr. Reliable, going against Devontae Booker, the running back for the Rams. Ah, I, I went with Devontae Booker just because of the sheer amount of weapons that is lost for the Giants. And someone's going to have to produce. And if anybody's going to produce, it's going to be the running back. And if Saquon's out, it's going to be the backup, which that is what Booker is. So I went Booker here. But you know what, CJ, I haven't picked you in a while. I'm picking CJ to beat Peter. Quote me on it. I don't care, CJ. You can get mad at me like stress if you decide to lose. But you know what, if you lose and I lose, I will still be happy. And I won't be mad at you one bit if you lose to mess up my projections because if i get any of them wrong i hope it's that one all right now for the last matchup of the week you got timmy two cubes team owner of tim man going up against meta knight team owner todd Todd is projected to score 120.47, and Tim is projected 107.9. Uh, Todd, you're favored to win by 61%. And you know what? Even with your, uh, you said this earlier when I was writing all my notes down and everything, uh, Williams is on COVID, so that means you put in James Conner. You know, it's spoiler alert. Uh, you know, you still didn't beat your matchup, in my opinion. But still, let's get into it. Uh, starting off the quarterbacks, you got Todd's Dak Prescott going up against Tim's Tom Brady. These two good uh quarterbacks here, but I feel like if I had to pick one for a better shootout opportunity, it's going to be Dak going up against New England over Tom Brady going up against Philly. So I picked Dak here. Uh, first wide receiver matchup off the board. You got Antonio Brown for Todd and Tim's Chris Godwin. Man, what a terrible matchup for me to talk about. I mean, Chris Godwin's a good wide receiver for Tampa Bay. Antonio Brown's a good wide receiver for Tampa Bay. So is Mike Evans. He's a good wide receiver, too. You have three wide receivers over there. I already picked Mike Evans to beat one person. I got Pete uh pick another tampa bay wide receiver to win and you know what i'm picking antonio brown i feel like antonio brown has more of a boom or bust factor chris godwin is kind of like the tyler boyd and since he's like kind of like a little bit of a mr reliable he's going to give you a few points here there might blow up might not but he's still going to be in the middle of the pack uh, but Antonio Brown he, he's more of that boom guy. He's like that deep threat deep bomb touchdown score from like 45 yards out. That's why I picked him here. I mean the numbers are the same because they're playing the boat they're playing the same dude. Uh, same team. So next wide receiver matchup off the board. you got Todd's Laviska Chanel Jr. going against Tim's Keenan Allen. Uh, Allen's going against Baltimore chenault's going up against miami i went against the numbers i picked uh keenan allen uh miami gives up 43.36 fantasy points on average to opposing wide receivers so chenault could outprove me here and i hope he does because he's a good guy and uh, i want jacksonville to win one it'd be nice this might be the game they win and it's against miami who knows if two is back i know two is trying to come back this game and uh Keenan Allen's going against Baltimore, and Baltimore's secondary has been a little lackluster, a little like non existent. Marlon Humphrey can't do it by himself out there, and he's getting beat every so often. Next wide receiver matchup off the board. I don't know his first name that well, but I know the guy for Tim. It's Tony, the rookie. I think he's a rookie wide receiver for the New York Jets. He's going up against the Rams. And Todd has Deontay Johnson, who's going up against the Seahawks. I picked Tony. You know what? He had a great game last week with everybody being out, and everybody's still out. And I think he did leave the game because of fighting or whatever, but it was just for the rest of that game, so he's coming back. It wasn't him or someone else. I know someone fought. I was listening to it in the car ride, so I wasn't watching it. Uh, But I picked Tony here over Johnson just because Big Ben is Big Ben, and he's not looking good whatsoever. So let's go down to the first running back matchup. So you got Tim's James Robinson going against Miami, which is a huge, huge uh, plus for him. Miami's not good. And uh, it was williams there but i guess it is now james connor don't have any other notes on him but it's him and chase edmonds over there and you know they're going against uh cleveland and cleveland's no joke with their uh at least their defensive line their linebackers are all right they fill the holes but with miles garrett and Clowney over there it's not not fun running and if anybody's going to have a game it's going to be one of them and it's whoever's out there the most and i don't think that will be james connor Uh, Next running back matchup off the board, Todd, you're going to have to keep an eye on this. You have Christian McCaffrey going up against Chris Carson. Uh, Tim's Chris Carson. And at the moment, at the moment, I have Christian McCaffrey taking this. But if something else comes through here, we might have to keep an eye on Todd, have the buddy system going if uh, Christian McCaffrey is out of this game because I couldn't tell you who his next running back would be. I would say I'd trade you a running back for a wide receiver, but I I don't really like your wide receivers. I feel like your wide receivers are kind of like my wide receivers. They're not they're not good. So, yeah, just in case if Christian McCaffrey's out, of course I'm picking Chris Carson over whoever Todd has left. Uh, tight end matchup, you got Todd's TJ Hawkinson going up against Tim's Schultz. Dallas tight end going up against New England. Detroit's tight end going up against Cincinnati. New England gives up 5.5 points on average to post tight ends. And Cincy gives up 7.46. Uh... I went I went against the numbers. I picked Schultz here. I think Schultz has a better week. TJ is just not doing so well right now. He had a good first two weeks. And right now he's not doing that well. He's in that uh Bust Anom- Anonymous on uh, TikTok, if y'all have that. I know Josh doesn't, but, I mean, Josh doesn't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. He's not hip with us. Uh, let's go down to the Flex the final Flex, the final thing to talk about on the pod. It's uh Todd's Julio Jones going against Tim's Tim Patrick. Uh, I went with Julio here just because of uh, well he's projected more and but the numbers of fantasy points given up by both teams, Vegas gives up 26.96 points to receivers on average and Buffalo gives up 26.16. To opposing wide receivers on average, so it is close, but I just feel like the Raiders' defense will give more trouble to Teddy Two Gloves over there than I guess Buffalo having to cover both A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones too. So it'd be a fun one. It'd be a fun one. You know what, guys? This is always a blast. I'm going to probably start asking a few people to do a Zoom meeting with me to go over the matchups because you know sometimes it gets a little boring just listening to me sit here and talk to an empty room and no one else fighting with me or agreeing with me even though if you all fight with me more then you're not coming on the pod because I have that power. But it is what it is. But that's the end of the show this week. I hope you all have a good weekend. And I might be at the Brookside tonight, uh, watching the game, having a few drinks, you know, might be by myself, probably, or maybe I text you all to see what's up, because you all not going to listen to this now, and then the game, so, you all will probably be listening to this tomorrow, which is Friday, probably at lunch, that's why I assume you all do, because that's why I do during my lunch break, but... I'll catch you all later. Hopefully you all have a good fantasy football weekend and a normal weekend in life, and hopefully you all get through this week injury-free. I'll catch you all later.